At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line here on this Memorial Day. We say hello. Hope you had a nice weekend. Enjoy your day off if you do have it off. And don't forget to take a second to think about those that protect and serve. As we say hi, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Wayne. It seems it's pretty busy here at the casino, to be honest with you. So some people, I think, with a day off, enjoying it, throwing the dice around a little bit, pulling the one-armed bandit over here in the corner. Michael Can't Lombardi <laughs> Michael Lombardi there. I bet the Starbucks is packed. I, I mean, every time I came to the studio when I was out there for the week, I mean, that's Starbucks. I mean, they're printing money over there. Like, people <laughs> never had coffee before. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're onto something with this Starbucks thing. It might catch on. Even when the yeah. casino is empty, that Starbucks is absolutely loaded over here. What's on the, uh, what's on the docket there for you in Jersey today? You know, not too much. Kind of a low-key day today. We had a lot of activity yesterday with with Sienna's christening and then a party afterwards. So I think it's just trying to get some order back and kind of get a beautiful day, 75 degrees, the sun's out. So maybe a later pool day, I'm not sure. But uh, for the most part, just kind of kick back. I don't think, I think that everybody's exhausted. Well, I know I'm exhausted and their grandmother's exhausted and their kids have to be exhausted. So... It's tough. You know, that's why you have kids when you're young, Patrick. It's hard getting older. <laughs> well, you said, Sienna, of course, your granddaughter with the christening yesterday. I started the show yesterday by saying barbecue and baptisms. I didn't realize there was a difference between, <laughs> to tell you how much I know, I didn't realize there was a difference between being baptized and christened. So I do apologize yeah. for saying that. I had no clue. Well, no worries. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all part of what you believe, your faith, and it's, it, what's important to you. It was a wonderful day, a lovely day yesterday. So we had the full range. We had the little baby, and we had Barbershop, who's 95. So we had the gap in years. It was kind of interesting. You had the good blood in Barbershop. Yeah, in the mix great over blood. There. No, he told me again yesterday, just want to make sure you understand it. Good, but they can't believe it. Yep. We, we know, Dad. We know. Um, okay, a little pump fake on, on the Chiefs talk. So they're plus 115 division, the Chargers plus 220, the Broncos plus 275. And then you know a team named the Raiders. They're plus mm-hmm. 600. So they're 6-1. to one. What's interesting about this team is the expectations aren't really there because the win total set at 8.5. Now, remember, this is a team that won 10 games last year. They made a huge splash acquiring Devontae Adams in a blockbuster trade. But they've got a new coaching staff, including your son and head coach Josh McDaniels. We can go ahead and throw up the quote from McDaniels. Here's what he said. He said, I'm not Bill, and I can't be. I'm just going to try to be myself, and hopefully I can be a good leader for our team. Why don't we start there with McDaniels? Second go-around, 
I'm sure he learned a lot from his experience. He was super young there with the Broncos. What, what do you think will be different this time around with Josh McDaniels? So he, when he walked into Denver, he didn't really walk in with anybody. You know, when he walked into to Las Vegas, he walked in with Ziggler, a guy he's known who he hired with him in Denver after he was there. So that that starts you off on the right foot. You have somebody who's willing to have an opinion, a strong opinion when it comes to personnel, kind of correct the issues that you need to do. So that was a huge start. And then by bringing my son Mick with him, he brought somebody that understands how he coaches, which is really important, and how they coach the offense. It's vastly different than what they had with John Gruden in the sense that Gruden was specific run plays, do this. It's a completely different style of coaching that starts with Belichick because Josh learned it from Belichick. And so when he says he can't be Bill, he's right. Nobody can be Bill. But you, what you take from Bill is the way you process and set up a game plan and handle complementary football in all three phases. And I think he's done that. And he's got guys offensively, Carmen, his offensive line coach, who knows the system. So he doesn't have to worry about teaching him the system or telling him what tango protection is or what, you know, you know, uh, uh, all the things that they want to do and how they systematically break down the offense. I don't think he needs to do that. So, you know, that's a huge step, which will allow him to kind of be a head coach. And he's got Pat Ram on defense. Another guy who understands the complementary nature of football, how to set up a game plan. Each week's differently. And so I, I think it's, it's kind of he's in a familiar environment that will be more conducive to him than he was in Denver. Because when he got to Denver, he was speaking a foreign language, much like Matt Patricia was speaking one in Detroit, much like Mangini was at times, much like any guy that's left Bill does. You speak a foreign language because everybody thinks it's the same, but it's vastly different, vastly different. And I think this will. Now, the challenges on the field, Patrick, are I think are, are start defensively. And they start offensively in the line, and they start defensively in the line. This defensive tackle situation, whether it's Vernon Butler, Jonathan Hankins, whomever that they work in there, Tyler Lancaster, whomever, Kyle Pico, they've got to improve that. That's going to be key for them to be successful defensively. They've got to strengthen themselves down the middle. I think their situation at corner can improve, partly because of their ability to rush the passer with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. They have two really good players coming off the edge. So I want to just quickly circle back to McDaniels because I want to ask you a question. Gruden, who was here before, kind of became the poster guy for I sleep at my desk, we work 24-7. And I want to ask you this because when I dropped you off and I, I met Mick, the offensive coordinator here with the Las Vegas Raiders, it, did, it, it felt like he was living at the facility. Now, you can correct me. Is there a difference as far as work-life balance with these coaches than what it used to be like meaning will McDaniels no. come in with a fresh new look and maybe not grind himself down like he did in Denver or is it still just a hundred percent pedal to the metal I, I think he's going to do it differently I think he's going to be more of a head coach here in Oakland I mean in Las Vegas I think he's going to still call the plays obviously but I think he's going to allow the offensive coaches Mick and everyone else there that he's familiar with to in install and teach the way he wants it taught that's critical uh, but there's no shortcuts. I mean, I know Bruce Arians is going home at five. There's no shortcuts. If you want to really nail down the details and you want to handle the things that you have to cover, there's so much, there's limited time. And the way they do things in New England, the way they do things in now in Las Vegas is completely different. It's completely different. You know, and so you try to explain that to people. And I try to explain it in Gridiron Genius. It is different. And everybody thinks it isn't, but it is. And I think that just requires a lot of time. The good coaches know it's going to take some time. Now, should you, you know, you've got to be productive at your desk. You just can't be at your desk. Now on to maybe the most or one of the most polarizing players in the NFL. I don't know why it's Derek Carr. He's going to be entering season nine. One thing you can't coach is durability. And he's been just that 17 starts last year, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. I mean, the guy plays every single game, which is tremendous. And again, the statistics were there last year, over 68% as far as completions. He had to 23 touchdowns of 14 picks. It does appear he's a team leader. Your take on Derek Carr. Well, I think Carr, one of the frustrations that Gruden had with Carr 
was his inability to make loose plays when the play broke down. And one of my concerns with Carr was, can he make throws down the field? Early in his career, if you go back to his rookie season in 14, he averaged 5.5 yards per attempt, okay? Not good enough. The next year, he went up to seven. The next year, he stayed at seven. Then in 17, his last year, it was down to 6.8. Gruden got him in there, and it went to 7-3, So he got him looking down the field. A lot of the problems that I felt Carr had, he got rid of the ball too quick. He got into that Ben Roethlisberger. It's a hot potato. I want it out of my hand. Can't do that. Can't do that. And I think with Gruden, he was able to get better at doing that. Now, I think they're going to be different in how they run their offense. For example, Gruden's going to run beaters against coverages, right? And there's certain ways that they teach it in there. In McDaniel's way, there's certain routes have to be run a certain way against certain coverages. It's just the way it is. And the receivers need to know what the routes, what the coverages are, not just Carr. I think Carr will be will be better. I think he'll improve. I think he'll get that 7.7 yards per attempt over eight next year because with Adams and Waller, that's a, that's a tough combination. Those two guys make it really challenging on your offense. And Carr's going to throw the ball down the field. And if they can protect Carr and do a good job, they'll make plays. It's going to revert right back to their defense. Can they stop people? I think they'll be better coached offensively in terms of the details and playing complementary football. This is really important. I think if you know Mark Davis, Mark Davis as an owner is, is really obsessed with game management, understanding the, 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 the importance of complementary football and then situational football. This is what New England does so well. This is not what Gruden did well. I used to complain about it all the time. I think that little difference will help their defense. It has to. I mean, Gruden was just running offensive play. He was an offensive coordinator. That's what he did. This is going to be a little bit of a difference. And so they're going to need to. Because you can't give the ball back to, to, to the quarterbacks that you play against in the West. It's interesting you say Mark Davis because we think about his dad as a football mind, but we don't think of him. What, what is his, where does that philosophy come from? Does that come directly from his father? If you go back in the history of the game and understand situational football, Parcells learned it from, from Al Davis. There was a time where Parcells was fired, left the Air Force Academy as the head coach and was out of football. He scouted part-time, never on the record. But he had a lot of conversations with Al Davis during that period. And that situational football, you know, call timeout at 207, dumb move. Call timeout at 202, horrible move, right? All those things that you kind of that play into, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, the, the – the, the, the four-minute, you know, the four-minute, the, 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 the middle eight, all those things that you've got to know. Davis taught all of us that. I didn't, I didn't know any of this growing up as a kid here in Ocean City. He taught me it. You know, he taught it to a lot of people, and he taught it to his son. And you can't watch a game without it. And that's what drives you crazy. That's what makes me crazy about the TV announcers. They're not talking about situational football. You know, you can't run the ball here in this situation. You've got to throw it. You can't throw it here. You've got to run it. You've got to get the clock moving. You know, when you look at the Rams, those two passes they started in the red zone, the clock stopped because they were incomplete. You can't do that. It's those little things. And Mark learned it from his dad. And so now Mark watches the game in the same vein that his dad did. Okay, the Raiders set at eight and a half. Hold it because when we come back, I want to get your take on the total and also a team in the NFC South that's being slept on. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. So the VEASAN Summer Special is here for $39 to get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be super busy, so make sure you get involved. Adam Burke with the baseball bets. Of course, Jonathan Von Tobel, NBA all the way through the finals. You got Annie McNeil with the Stanley Cup playoffs. NFL preseason coverage, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. By the way, F1 as well. Coverage on F1. VEASAN.com slash summer. And you get point spread weekly involved as well. Vcent.com slash summer. Check it out. Okay. By did the way, did you watch the race yesterday, Patrick? Did you watch the I 500? did not watch the Indy 500. Did you get into it? No, I did not. I was too busy with christenings and all that and stuff. So I didn't get a chance to see it. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't either. The, we were just talking about this during the break. It is, if we're looking and we use the term and obviously can be overused in, in sports betting and that's value. But, you know, I told you the Raiders were set at eight and a half. That's a 10-win team yeah. from last year. But also just in division. You take a look. I, I just p- pulled up a random book, a respected book here. The Chiefs plus 150, the Chargers 220, and the Broncos plus 275. The chasm then is between the Chargers and the Raiders at 6-1. to one. Again, value may be an overused term, but it does feel like 6-1 to one on a Raiders team that just added Devontae Adams. I think they've taken a step forward, my opinion. You don't have to c- concur or disagree with the coaching staff and offensive philosophy. I think the Raiders are kind of just kind of lurking and like their position as far as those odds are concerned. You know, they are a little undervalued. I mean, you know, last year people think that Josh Jacobs carried their offense and they were one of the worst running teams in football last year. I think Zamir White's got to come through for them. You know, they've got Kenyon Drake back. I wouldn't be surprised during training camp if they added a back. I mean, they're not going to pick – they didn't pick up Josh Jacobs' fifth year. You know, he's not really going to be in their plans moving forward. I think you're going to see a lot of the shift. I think Abraham, the starting strong safety, the kid they drafted in the first round, I don't. I think you'll see a change there, you know, at the safety to get more speed on the field because he's limited. He can only play in the box. He can't do anything else other than that. And he doesn't do that as well. So, yeah, I, I think there's a little bit of undervalued, even though they won 10 games, because everybody loves the Chargers. You know, everybody loves the Chargers, and no one looks past the fact that the Chargers struggled to stop the run last year. I mean, they really struggled, and they struggled to keep people out of the end zone. They gave up a ton of points. And, you know, Staley has this reputation for being this incredible defensive coordinator, you know, because of the one year in Los Angeles. But, I mean... You know, that's not exactly uh, – that, that, that wasn't how they panned out in, 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 in the Chargers. Now they try to make some improvements. But, I mean, they were 29th in points allowed last year, the Chargers. You know, they, they were 28th in yards per attempt last year. This is not a good defensive team. They've got to take a huge step. The, the Raiders were actually better defensively than they were. Yeah. And they've got to take that huge step forward. So, you know, I, maybe it's the schedule because of the Raiders making the playoffs and the Chargers not, and, and that's why that, the games come in. But I, I think it'll be a challenge. So you mentioned Jacobs, and he's looking for a rebound performance. The one that's fascinating, and we put Devontae Adams over here, you know you're getting production that's off the charts. But how about Darren Waller? You know, played oh. in 11 games, but even when he played, he wasn't the Darren Waller we expect. I would imagine your son and McDaniels are looking at that dude like we could have some fun with this player. He's tremendous. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. First of all, you're talking about a guy that's unique in terms of size and speed. 
right? You know, and, and what he is is he's a big receiver who can play tight end and can block. And he is athletically a freak of nature. I mean, let's just be clear here. He's a freak of nature athletically, and he wasn't 100% last year. And now that he is, and he's got to stay that way, you can now take him as the inside receiver with Adams as the other receiver, and now all of a sudden you're going to get more out of Hunter Renfro because Renfro is going to go inside the slot, you know, I mean, last year, Renfro, we talk about this a lot, targets to reception. Renfro had 128 targets, 103 receptions. That's a really good ratio. You throw the ball in his direction, he's going to make a play on it. That's critical. That's really critical. Whereas Darren Waller, you know, last year, that 93 targets, he only had 55 catches. And he only scored two touchdowns. They need to get more out of Waller. Waller's too good of a player to have those kind of – now, I know he was hurt. But he's got to be a better player in that area. And I think he will be. And I think the offense will dictate that around it. And I, and I think what you'll see is a throwing game to run the ball. I, they're going to run the ball. That's the way McDaniels has always been. He's run the football. But they've got to find a way to get the two best players on the field, Waller and Adams, the ball quite a bit. Yeah, and to your point, 55 receptions, 11 games played last year for Waller. But look at the two, two years prior. 107 receptions the year in 20. 19, he had 90 receptions. He's a freak. I told you, I went to the practice last year. Nobody stands out just physically and just pops. Like, if you were to bring an alien and say, look at those dudes out there, Darren Waller stands out beyond anybody because he's so no. big and he's a quick twitch, fast, everything. He has it. He really does. And he's changed his life, you know, and he's kind of got himself in the right place and the right framework. And I think this, I, I think what you're going to see is more explosive plays out of him. You know, he's got to be above that 12 and a half. I mean, Kelsey does it, and you put him away from the three by one. If you want to go over and double Adams, and if they put Adams in the slot in the three by one, you know, and they still have Renfro inside, it's hard to double that. And what are you going to do with Waller over here? And there are a lot of easy throws. And look, McDaniels has had in his career some tight ends. I mean, look, he, he's had the great Rob Gronkowski, and he's had Aaron Hernandez who could do a lot of different things. And so they know how to utilize. And, and with Brady, they know how to attack the middle of the field. That's, that's Brady's game. That's what he lived on is the middle of the field. And I think that, you know, last year, two years ago, Waller had 145 targets, which I think he needs to have that many, and he had 107 catches. I think you'll see that. He had nine touchdowns. I think he's a weapon in the red zone. I mean, who's covering him in the red zone? You know, and, and we talk red zone, you know, what we don't what we lost sight of last year is because he went for it on fourth down constantly is how bad the Chargers were in the red zone last year. They were the thirty second worst team in the red zone. That's coaching. They got Bosa. They're rushing Bosa off the edge. They're thirty second in, in red zone and in, in third down. They're twenty ninth in red zone defense. That's coaching. You know, you could say whatever you want. You know, we talk about Jack Del Rio and his inability to stop anybody. Bad on third down, bad red zone. That's a problem. That's The red zone isn't, it's a talent issue, but you can cover up your lack of talent by playing, by how you play and how you match the coverages because you don't have to worry about getting beat over the top. I might be trying to talk myself into this, but if you take a look at the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Chargers, and then the Raiders, I'm not, thir I'm not sure there's a better threesome than Adams, Renfro, and Waller amongst the four, I, I, uh, amongst I, the four in division. I mean, look, the, the, the Chiefs have always had two. They've had Hill and they've had, the, you know, they've had Hill and they've had Kelsey, right? The Chargers have it. I mean, when they had, when they had a Hunter Henry, you know, they had Hunter Henry and they had, and they had the kid that's now uh, Gerald uh, Everett. They had him along with Williams and, and, and uh, Keenan Allen. And, and, and Keenan Allen, so they've got they have guys. I mean, that, that, look, Denver has it. Denver doesn't have the tight end. They have the big O Albert from Missouri, but he's got to prove he can stay on the field and stay healthy. Renfro had 103 receptions. It's you know, they're, I know they're, he did. It's, it's weird with certain people because he's diminutive, and it looks like a dude that would be having beers with you that he doesn't maybe catch the respects he, he deserves. But Renfro had a, not a good year. He had a great year out of the slot last year. I mean, he should be, you know, he should be a third down. Look, they were the best third down team in football last year, the Raiders. Think about that. They were the best team in the red zone, on, excuse me, the best team offensively on third down last year. A lot of that is because of Renfro. How are you right. covering them? What are you going to do? 
Now you got Renfro in the slot, third and five. You got Waller outside. You got Adams. Where are we it's, going with the it's, ball? It's, 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 it's scary. I'm serious. It's I, tough, I, right? Yeah. And I, but, and I but always, here's where, please. Here's where they fell, fall, fell short last year 17th in red zone. That's struggle. They're 17th offensively in the red zone. They didn't score enough of points to be as good as they needed to be. I think that's where McDaniels and Lombardi comes in. I've always, and correct me, if I, for some reason, I've always just really been so impressed with the creativity of McDaniels as an offensive play caller. I, I, I always think he it feels like week to week he brings a new wrinkle, and I would imagine he and your son will do the same this year with some good weapons. Well, he's going to be game – it's all going to be game plan specific. It's down to be a different game plan every week. This is the difference between what most teams do in the New England. Most teams put build their offense around attacking the, the, uh, attacking the coverage. They put beaters in. Here's what we're going to run. We're expecting a man coverage here. Here's who we're going to run. If it's man, we're running this. If it's zone, we're running that. They're going to do specifically and then go after certain players on that team. And look, one thing about the, the Gruden-led Raiders, Denver could never – Denver had a hard time – Vic Fangio had a hard time beating them because it was hard to really – Double and, and do the things you want. When you have talented players like that, it's hard to disguise the coverage because you got to declare somebody over there. I mean, the division is getting so much run, and it should be getting run. Obviously, Russ there with the Broncos, the Chargers taking that next step, and the Chiefs have always been there. But I'm going to stand by it. That threesome of Renfro, Waller, and Adams, I'll take it. I'll have that. Yeah. That's pretty fun because you can get creative. You can hide Renfro as well with those two bigs. I mean, it's just really, it's going to be fascinating. It makes to it watch. really, and you can, and in, in a lot of three by ones, even though you put Adams inside to get him away from the doubles, you can still have Renfro inside. I think I'm becoming a Raiders. Well, now there's even more <laughs> of an allegiance. And again, the city came to life with that Chargers game. It's going to be awesome this year. Raiders sitting yeah. six to one, eight and a half on the win total. We continue. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check out the current betting splits. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes, so it's super predictive, and you can see it right there. Today's games, future bets. Everything you can check out, not just today's action, as I mentioned, but in the future as well. It's another way that VSIN is trying to help you become a more sophisticated, smarter, better betting splits. Very important. Check them out. VSIN.com right now. Okay, we got you back here. Lombardi line on a Memorial Day. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. I'm going to try to sell you on a team in the yeah. NFC South. And actually, I'll put it this way. I think this team could be downright exciting. Like, I think there's a reason to be bullish on the New Orleans Saints. Now, mm. Sean Payton out after 15 years. I didn't realize it until I combed through it. 15 seasons there for Payton and the Saints. Obviously, Dennis Allen, who's had experience as a head coach, is in. Their win total set at eight. But a couple things. One, Winston in his seven starts last year, Michael, was five and two. And what do you always think about when you think of Winston? You think about the picks. 14 touchdowns, just three interceptions last year. So he's a little bit risk adverse. Then you take a look. Michael Thomas coming back, catches everything you throw at him. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. They're going to deal with the Kamara suspension. I understand that. But even in the secondary, Matthews still legit. Marcus May, Elante Taylor they drafted. I think there's reasons to be bullish specifically because the Bucks are a minus 260 favorite in division. Uh, it feels a little heavy there. You can go back the other way with the Saints at four and a half to one. Well, I mean, look, they shut out the – I mean, they, they went down there. Dennis Allen and his only coaching uh, – head coaching experience because of Sean missing the game shut out the – you know, was a tremendous effort. And I think they've really improved. Look, Malcolm Jenkins was at one time a great player. But last year he wasn't. He was at the end. He's retired. And they replaced him with two really good players, May and Mathau. That gives – that strengthens the middle of their defense. You know, and their corner situation, they've got to get, get through that. But – uh, the kid they drafted from Stanford, Paulson Adebo, he played well last year. And Gardner Johnson is a kid who's been back and forth as a starter. He's got to come through. But it starts with the rush, right? Davenport's got to play really well. I, I think we talk about McDaniels learning from his experience in, in uh, Denver. I think Dennis Allen learned from his experience there in Oakland. And now he's got to come back in and change what he wants to do as a head coach. He's going to continue to coach the defense. He's going to let Pete Carmichael coach the offense. But what I like about the Saints, and you can talk me into them, is they believe in offensive line. 
And, you know, they traded up to get the, the kid, the Penny kid, that gives them a left tackle. Last year they had to deal with all the, the back and forth on Armstead. He was a good player, but he's never healthy. You know, and Ramshek was hurt last year, so they got their two tackles back in place. Their inside of their offensive line is really good. You know, Ruiz, the kid they picked in the second round, excuse me, the first round from Michigan, McCoy in the second rounder, you know, and Pete's a first rounder. So they're really solid inside, and they can run the football, and they will run the ball. The one thing they will do is try to run the ball. It's not all pass happy. So I, I like them, and I like their defense, you know, and I, and I think last year when you break them down, I think one of the things that, that hurt them a little bit last year, you know, was their, they had so many kickers on the team. <laughs> we didn't talk about <laughs> this, right? They had Maher, Rojos, you know, Brian Johnson. I mean, that, and, you know, they ended up 31 for 38 in field goals. 31 for 38 in, in, no, excuse me, 30 for 25 in field goals, 38 for 31 in extra points. They lost seven points in, in those, and that's too many points to lose on extra points. So I think that's an improvement as well. So as we continue, again, win total, we got it listed there at BetMGM at eight. You can find a shop with the Saints. Excuse me, we've got an eight and a half. You can find a shop with the Saints at eight. You got to pay a little $1.30 to go over that. I'm just saying, you know, and this isn't being disrespectful to the Falcons and the Panthers, but winnable games in division and Winston, it's being reported, remember, he tore, tore his ACL that he's limping around OTAs. Let me ask you this. Are you more into this team if Jimmy G is the starting quarterback? Because I, I wouldn't completely rule that out. Kamara, no, those I, receivers, I, Jimmy G? I wouldn't rule it out either. You know, I mean, he, you know, we know that uh, he started seven games last year. Look, it, it, he, Winston, you know, limping now doesn't worry me as much. But I do think that, you know, he's going to have to continue to prove he can protect. He only threw three interceptions in the seven game. Give him credit, right? You know, give him credit in that. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll handle that. But, you know, when you think about Winston in his career, Patrick, you know, he's got, what, a, a six-year NFL career? He's only had seven comebacks in six years. Think about that. Mm. You know, we have this mindset of him turn the ball over, which he does. And, you know, how good of a player is he? Usually that translates in leading teams back. I think Garoppolo would make him better. And if I think Winston has any issues, they sign him to a two-year contract, I think it's certainly they would make the move. One thing we know about the Saints this year, they went all in. They're not kidding them. They're, they're not well, pretending that, yes. they're not all in. That's what I like about it. That's, that's why I think there's reasons to be excited. I think Matthew still adds some juice. And it's almost like we haven't seen Michael Thomas in so long, we forget his brilliance. So right. he's back. He's going to be motivated, you would assume. And then Landry, motivated. Olave, the rookie. Kamara, who you and I both love. Now he's going to deal with the suspension. We don't understand the extent of it. But, you know, the next up right now in the quarterback room is Dalton because Taysom Hill has exited the room. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're involved in the Baker situation, but I think Jimmy G would certainly be on the Saints' radar. I don't know if they are. I haven't heard them in the Baker situation. But, I, you know, the other you, the guy that we missed a little bit here, too, was the guy that they thought was one of their better receivers, which is Callaway. Mm. And now he's their fourth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and he was a big part of what they did last year. I mean, he was trying to become a big part of what they do. They were throwing him the football. So I, I'm, my sense of it is, is I think with Ingram as the running back, are they good enough at running back with Ingram? We'll see. Right. We, we shall see. But I think they certainly have improved. I mean, Callaway had 84 targets last year, Patrick. He had 46 receptions. He averaged 15.2, and he had six touchdowns. And now he's the fourth receiver. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we shouldn't miss a beat, right? Carmichael Jr. is that OC. That's going to the tenants in the same theme carries over from Peyton, no? No doubt. But what, what they're going to miss is they're going to miss they got to improve on is they were the, one of the worst teams in red zone and third down def- offense last year. And they were not very good when they got to the red zone. Whereas Allen was the, they were the best red zone defense in football last year. Number one, that goes a long, long way. You know, when you look at your numbers, right? And you see, that's why they were ranked fourth in points allowed. All the other stats are kind of important. But the two things that the Saints defense did last year is they were impossible to run the ball. They were the number one team in the National Football League in rush average per attempt. Important. Average per attempt is important. And they were fourth in points allowed. So they, you can't really run the ball, and you get it in the red zone, you can't score. That's a great combination to have situational football-wise. 
Dennis Allen's just 49 years old. I, I, I love these second opportunity guys. He was just 39 when he took the Oakland Raiders head coaching job and, you know, four and 12, four and 12, and he was fired after four games in 2014. I think maybe the fan base was nonplussed when he was hired just because you don't hear a lot from Allen. He's not a demonstrative personality, but it sounds like you think almost in line with McDaniels, there's going to be, he could be successful here as second go around. If he learned from it. And I think he did. And he's watched Sean Payton coach and he knows what his mistakes are, but let's not kid ourselves here. Now this, this Saint team last year beat the bucks twice. They just didn't beat them once. They beat them twice. You know, they turned Brady over three times in the game in New Orleans. They turned Brady over two times. Five times they turned the ball over against the Bucks, and they didn't turn the ball over in both games. Yeah, I, I don't think the Bucks should be minus 260 in division. The, uh, remember, you know, uh, obviously most of the coaching staff's the same, but a new head coach there as well. Um, I, I, I like it. I mean, look, you know, Carolina's uncertain at quarterback. Atlanta's definitely uncertain at quarterback. I mean, Atlanta's one injury away from Ryder or Felipe Franks. You decide. And, and here's the thing. We know Mariota's going to get hurt. I mean, that's just as predictable as anything. He, it's what, it's, unfortunately, that's what's happened. Past performance predicts future achievement. Mariota has had trouble staying healthy. Durability is as important as ability. So you got Atlanta, which always plays New Orleans tough. We know that. But they had Matty Ryan. I think, you know, you're taking a uh, – this quarterback situation in Atlanta is not very good. Now, will Ryder become the starter? We'll see. So I basically just spent eight minutes comparing the Saints this year to the 85 Bears. So let's sober me up <laughs> a little bit. If there are uh, – if there is a concern for the Saints and I'm backing them over the eighth or in division, the biggest concern would be what? The quarterback. You're, you're putting your you're putting your you're putting your chips on Winston, and you're and you're telling me he's limping, and his movement, and he doesn't have the same movement that he once had, and now he's not as quick as he once was, and so now there's some stuff going on. So you're asking me to put faith in a player who's prone to turn the ball over. Do I think they'll miss Peyton as a play caller? There's no doubt. You're gonna have a little great. I mean, Carmichael's gonna have to prove that, but. They do have better skill this year than Sean had last year. I mean, they were not good offensively last year, let's face it. They, they couldn't throw the football. They were the worst team in terms of passing of the football last year, including the Jets, including Jacksonville, 32nd in yards passing last year. Not good. Nope, not good at all. Thomas and Landry and Olave should be able to help out a little bit. You know, there is a big question how much Kamara is going to miss because – when he's there, I he's thought great. it was six games. Did they, I, I don't know if they came down with the decision. I, I can look. I can look up the exact information. I, last time I had checked, they hadn't come down with a specific suspension yet. But I'll look that up and come back with it. And we'll also get into more of the NFL. Also, set up the Celtics Warriors coming up on Thursday with the NBA Finals next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip here to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into BetMGM Reward points that you can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms, at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. Bet MGM Rewards, it's a loyalty program like your credit card, so make sure you check it out. It's great. Every time you place a bet, you get points. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. So, Michael Lombardi, just to clarify mm-hmm. on Kamara. So, remember... He is accused of severely, along with a couple other guys, severely beating a man at a Vegas club around the weekend of the Pro Bowl. So originally the hearing was set for the battery case for March 8th. It was then pushed back to April 25th, and now it's set to take place on August 1st, which is what, tomorrow or the next day. So we don't have from the NFL an official ruling, but your, okay. your, your presumption is, is going to be is it now is June August 1st or August, excuse me, June, it must be June 1st, but your presumption yeah. on six was right because that's what's being bantied. Generally what happened, like six seems to be that kind of sweet spot and then they try to get it reduced to four. So you're probably looking four to six for Kamara. There will be a suspension. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they're not, there won't be, right? Yeah, not, not, not particularly where the Pro Bowl is. I mean, it's a bad light on the NFL. No, 100%. Uh, but I, I got this. For you, this is Jadavion Clowney. So Jadavion Clowney, who you even admitted had a good year last year for the Browns. Yes. He, he you got to admit, you got to admit when guys play good, you just can't have the end in mind. I mean, I think he benefited from Miles Garrett on the other side. I mean, he runs up the field and Garrett, you know, kind of pushes the quarterback back, so it works out perfectly for him. And he stayed healthy for for the first time in a while. He said he's going back. I think he took less money. You can correct me, but. He probably could have got more money elsewhere. At least that's what he and his agent are saying. But he took less money because he believes the Browns can win a Super Bowl this year. So that's what he's doing. He's chasing. He's 29 years old at this point. Former number one overall pick. He says the Browns can win a Super Bowl. The Browns looking for a bounce back year. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, look, they, it, it all depends on Watson, too, right? We talked about this on Monday this morning. You know, it all really depends on Watson. Is he going to get suspended four games, six games, eight games a season? I don't know. Jacoby Brissett's the backup, but they've got enough talent around him. They've got a good offensive line, Nick Chubb in the backfield. The scheme that fits Watson's skill set perfectly, there's a lot to like about the Browns. They've got to improve defensively, particularly in the red zone. But for the most part, I think there's an awful lot to like. The Watson question continues to loom. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, We're going to get an answer. I, I would say we'll have an answer by the, by the 4th of July. It wouldn't surprise me if it came out the 4th of July weekend when everybody's on vacation. Did you, by the way, did you see the real sports? I did not yet. No, I, I did have. Not. I have not either. I felt like there wasn't as much the day after that I thought I was going to hear. I mean, obviously. Yeah, we, me too. I, I you, thought there would be more of it, you know? I, I, I don't, and in no way am I being but, disrespectful to potential victims. I'm no. just saying I didn't feel like there was a ton in there the There wasn't news a lot of reporting on it. And I, and I think in those situations, I think me personally, you know, I think it's best to to form your opinion when you watch as opposed to read someone else's opinion right. because there is ultimately some form of bias that gets in one way or the other. Not Again, not right or wrong. I think it's better. It's one of the things that I loved about now where we are in sports is when I was growing up, we had you were growing up, you had to rely on the newspaper to tell you what the coaches said at the press conference. And they translated what the coaches were saying in the newspaper articles. And you had to take that as basically truth. Now you can watch it. Now you can watch, you know, the, you know, you can watch Steve Kerr and listen to what he says. 
you can listen to Eric Spolster and see what he said. Then you could form your own opinion. I like that better. The news aggregator is obviously more efficient, more expeditious now. But are we sure it's better? Because I used to love yeah. breaking out my Detroit Free Press and taking a look at the boxes and getting the I know. quotes. It was just so different back then. I, I, I used to look at the lines too much, in the paper. Yeah, and there's too much slanted. There's too much. This is what we're trying to. There's too much of a narrative. I think this is what's going on in this NBA game. There's a narrative about the Warriors. You know, like if I were to say to you, Patrick, what are the Warriors? How are they? Uh, in the in in the in the playoffs, in terms of where are they uh, offensively, you would say, well, most fans are oh, they're probably the best offense ever. No, no they rank 17th in, in points per possession. You know, they're going to play against the team that's the number one defense in points per possession. You know, their field goal, their e field goal percentage offensively was fourth. They're playing against the best e field goal percentage. What I think is remarkable, and I'm sure they've worked on this on their day's rest, is. The Warriors in the in this playoff run, their field goal, their free throw percentage ranks twenty third in the NBA. No, they were middle of the they they, they were middle of the pack for for most of the year as far as offensively. I mean, there, there's just no way around that. I mean, you take a look at extrapolate the numbers all you want, but the the Warriors, it's it's more of a credit to them that they're back here. Like the perception, we'll put it this way: the betting market is different than reality. Often we know this, but. The market's perception of the Warriors sitting 160 at a couple of shops is still that 2016 vibe. And it's not the same team. It's just been super nope. impressive what they've done to get here. You pointed it out well, though, and you've, you've outlined it well. They have taken advantage of a West that had some holes. No doubt. And I think that when you really break down these numbers, I mean, you know, if this is a half-court game, Golden State's 12th in the league in half-court offense, points per possession. Boston's the best team here, you know, and when you sh look at shooting accuracy, you know, when you start looking at the corner threes, people think, well, the Warriors are great corner three because they're 30th ranked team in the NBA in corner threes, you know, and they've had trouble in that long mid-range game. So I, I think this is kind of a little bit, the narrative is running around like it's going to be an easy Golden State sweep. I don't see that at all. I really don't. Do I think Golden State will prevail? Probably, yeah. But I think it's going to be a hard game. I think it's going to be a lot harder than people think. Well, before game six, okay, so before game six in Boston, the Warriors to win a championship were minus 150. After game six, we sat here yesterday before game seven, the Warriors were all the way up to 190. So the books adjusted potentially for them facing the Heat. After Boston beat the Heat, they dropped back down to 150. So obviously they'd be a, yeah. they'd be a bigger favorite here, the Warriors, if it was the Heat. Is the moral of that story. no doubt? So I you look. Know, I think the two teams are even, and you, and your the perception of and how much the Warriors get bet drives that number up. That's really what it comes no down to. And 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 it's star power too, right? When Thomas Gable talked about, you know, Curry. I love Curry. You know, people love Clay Thompson. Watch him play defense. Watch him. You know, watch and see what he does. You know, and see how he handles it in the half court. You know, now look, the Warriors have played better defense than they've played offense in the series. There's no denying that. Is that because the, the Mavericks shot so poorly? Maybe. You know, that could something to do with it. I mean, I, I would say this. We'll get that, you know, shot value chart out. And they had a lot of good looks the way I saw it. Highlighting Thompson is actually the perfect player to pick because it, it talks about the delineation between reality and perception because Clay Thompson in his prime was one of the great wing defenders we've seen. At this point, off defensively, he's a shell. I mean, he that no, he, lateral movement just isn't there. He can still stroke it, but he can't defend like he back in the day when he was a lockdown defender. And, and it's not fair to him to be critical of him because you're coming off an ACL and a torn Achilles. Like, you do that to your body, yeah. and you still score as many. You know, it's a hard thing to do. You're playing at the highest level of competition. You know, I, I so I think it's hard. You know, I, I think it's a challenge, but... If you're Boston, you're sitting there watching the tape and you're saying, I'm going after him. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to, I'm going to really make it a point to go after him and see if, I, if, you, can, if you can make that and see what happens and, I mean, and go from there. He sat out two years. I mean, think about that. Any profession, let alone one that requires you know, the rapidity of a, a basketball player, but he sat out for two seasons. It's really, yeah. That's why he was so emotional when they closed out the Mavs. By the way, game one coming up on Thursday, they're at the Chase Center, where they have had a legit home court throughout the postseason, as we mentioned, 9-0 and straight up, 7-2 and ATS with the Warriors. But you take a look at open 3.5, it's 3.5. And, 
and the total actually while we've been sitting here the total was 210 and a half it's been bet up to bet back up to 211 a couple of shops showing 211 and a half including DraftKings so that's where yeah. we sit right now coming up on Thursday you and I will be here Thursday to preview break game it all one. down preview we'll game one of the Love finals it. yeah it's got I, I, all I, I know regardless of matchup this is this is the one that I, I, I cannot wait for these two teams to play yeah. because I think. And I think the energy in both arenas is going to be incredible. Well, it's right? going to be insane. The, the, uh, we, yeah, the garden, whatever you want to call that arena in Boston. Now, let's just call it the garden because that's what I know. I think that'll be incredible. And then that Warriors, you know, for as much criticism as California people get for not being fans of, you know, being all. I mean, that, that stadium's rocking there. I mean, it makes you want to go to it. I, they wondered moving from Oakland to San Francisco proper, would they lose some I of think that it got edge? Better. I think it, it got sounds better, louder to me. And and Oakland, yeah, no it was doubt. it was so loud in Oakland before. It's yeah. I cannot wait for the series to start. Enjoy your Memorial Day, Michael Lombardi. You too, Patrick. And thanks for the service. We yeah, appreciate and it. Those that serve and protect and the families. You said it well. So did Thomas Gable. Thank you very much. Odds on coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 